Welcome to Why So Popular, the podcast that explores why some pop culture phenomenons are so popular. Today, I sat down with anime fanatic Austin Meisenheimer, and they discussed the popular Japanese animation style of anime. Let's get into the show. So, what's your experience with anime? Well, I watch a lot. Um, I've seen a lot of different genres. Enjoy most of them. I understand a lot about voice acting now. Uh, I've been to different Comic-Cons because of my love for anime, that kind of thing. Other than that, it's just being a fan, I guess. Could you explain or describe what is anime in total for those that aren't so familiar, for those listening that aren't so familiar? So how I would define anime is specifically the Japanese art style of animation when it comes to TV shows. Specifically Japanese, because there's different kinds. Like America makes anime, but it's not actually anime in my eyes because the Japanese it, the Japanese created it or if they didn't create it they ran with it <laughs> so they got the most publicity and they got really good at it but it's it's also the Japanese make it very unique I think it's more enjoyable than a lot of American shows <laughs> personally to define anime it is the Japanese art style of animation in for a TV series it doesn't matter if that TV series came because of a manga because of a uh, a light novel or because or both or because of a video game as long as it's the Japanese animation it doesn't matter if it's 2d or 3d because there are some really good 3ds uh, animation from from Japan what's the difference between American and Japanese animation if you take like a cartoon like an American cartoon such as the thing is the Americans have a lot of different styles whereas the Japanese have very few Art styles, I will say. So taking 2D animation, if you see an anime, you'll go, hey, that's Japanese. Whereas if you see an American cartoon, it's a little harder to say. Because there's animation like Total Drama Island, where it's very blocky. There's um, Castlevania and uh, like Teen Titans. Not Teen Titans Go, Teen Titans. Um, where that animation is a little bit more towards the... Japanese anime style. So here in America, you've got a bunch of different cultures, but in J- Japan, you only have really the one primary culture. But I would say the biggest difference is how it's made, not necessarily what it looks like. So in Japan, like I said earlier, the um, the steps are manga anime or light novel manga anime. Whereas in America, it's just the TV series or it's the book and, and then the movie. Or it's just, hey, we did we planned one season, but we want to make money, so let's make two more that are really bad. See, I, I'd say, if I had to say that, um, I, w- I would describe the process of making animation in America very chaotic. With storyline, um, inspiration, art style, everything. It's very random or it's it's it varies from type to type whereas in japan it's very linear it's very there's a system you don't break the system am i correct in assuming you have a decent knowledge of how anime is made yes i do i do have some i haven't researched it in full but i do know a little bit could you could you uh, expand on how 
an anime is made? So they typically hand draw them, whether it's on a computer or on paper, but they draw it in different colors. So in, in anime, it typically has a black outline. Sometimes it has a different color, but it rarely does. But then you also have what's called cell shading for colors. So with anime, you'll typically take one color and you'll draw the main shape, the main lines, and you'll take a different color and draw the, the lines for the shadows. And then you'll take a third color and draw the lines for the highlights. So then whenever it goes into the computer and whenever it goes to the coloring people, whoever colors it, they know what's what based off the colors. Whereas in America, it's just people can make up whatever they want. (laughs) Some of them go by this method, a lot of them do not. Or it's all digitally, it doesn't, or it's done 3D. I would say America is actually better at more of the 3D animation, like inside out style, that computer generated and where it has less cell shading and it looks more 3D. Whereas Japan is very much 2D cell shading. Even their 3D models, their 3D animations have cell shading as well. It's just done a little bit differently. A really good example of that one is Ajin, which is one of my favorites. <laughs> so you mentioned you've had a double-sided, you've loved some anime and you've not loved some anime. Yes. So what would you say checks the boxes for a beloved anime for you? So plot is really big. It has to have good plot. And the animation style is a good second. So things like um, some of the older anime, like Sailor Moon doesn't have too good of animation, but it's also not bad. Whereas you compare it to Attack on Titan, which has, which was renowned for its animation whenever it came out, the animation style was intense, if you will. The, the detail was very, very good. Now, of course, with animation, there's some background things that are bad, but that also kind of adds to the character of the show. So those are kind of the determining factors for me. Plot's the main one. Um, Animation's kind of a close second, because, like, you can have really good plot, but if you don't have the good animation, then it will just feel flat and dull, and it won't be that enjoyable. Whereas if you have the same plot with a different animation, it's a lot more enjoyable. Also, if they go according to the manga, that's a huge thing, because, um... What is it? Uh, Promise Neverland went off of the manga on their second season, and it's horrible. Because the first season was amazing. Everyone loved it. Everyone was so excited for the second season. Second season came out, did not follow the manga. Everyone hated it. So you've been tossing around the word manga a lot. Yes. Um, Could you explain what manga is? Yes. So manga is basically the comic version of an anime. So the manga typically comes first. If there's a light novel in the series, sometimes the light novel comes before the manga. But mangas give a visual, but it's not an active visual. So like take a fight scene. If you read it in a manga, it might take three seconds. But in an anime, the fight scene might take two minutes. Because there are certain things that you can't portray in a manga like action-wise, that you can portray in anime. So every time I think it gets better. Whereas in, in other cultures, such as America, whenever there's a book written and then a movie or a TV series made off the 
book, it gets worse. So, and then what would check the boxes for your disliked anime? For the dislikes, it's got to have horrible plot that doesn't make sense. Uh, so anything that doesn't make sense, um, or if it's too confusing. Like there was this one anime that I watched on Netflix. It was a Godzilla one, but it was it was really good. But it was very confusing. I wouldn't rewatch it unless I was watching it with someone else for the first time. Like I I wouldn't rewatch it. The, the way I rate anime is that would I rewatch it? So if I'll rewatch it a lot, that means I loved it. If I'll rewatch it sometimes, that means it was pretty good. If I watch it once, it was just okay. And if I stop halfway through, it was horrible. <laughs> Which means I won't go back to it. Uh, could you go into like some of your favorite animes? So I would say I like some odd ones. My favorite genre is sports. And my second favorite genre is semi-horror. Or more like mystery. Mystery, horror, that kind of thing where it's very intense. My favorite, one one of the most popular anime and one of my favorite is One Piece. The very beginning is really bad quality. <laughs> uh, the plot's a little all over the place. It's very, it's almost boring, but then it gets better. One Piece is a really good example of, One Piece and Naruto are really good examples of anime that started early and got better as they went on which is plot, animation style, coloring, quality. I really like some of the older anime. One of my my favorite anime is, my favorite short anime is Slice of Life, and it's called Orin High School Host Club. Very underrated. Um, it's gained popularity recently in the past few years, but it didn't have the popularity. It needed to get a second season. But a lot of people will recognize that, especially some of the older, like the, those that watch some of the older anime. So of the newer anime, Dr. Stone is one of my favorites. I also really like the, like I said, my favorite genre is sports anime. So Haikyuu, Free, Prince of Stride. A lot of people don't know that one, though. Stars Align, Mix, Skate Infinity, uh, Skate Leading Stars. Those are all really fun to me. Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. So you've talked about a few of the genres of anime. Could you expand upon that? Like, what are some some of the genres? So there's a lot of genres, <laughs> which genres are kind of universal no matter what kind of, I guess, culture you're a part of. So in America, you've got horror. Anime, you've got horror. Uh, you've got action. Anime, you've got action. But some of the ones that anime has that America really doesn't is mech animes. So Darling in the Franks is a mech anime. Gundam is a mech anime. An American version of mech anime that people would know is Voltron, but that's pretty much one of the only ones. America doesn't really expand upon mechs so much as the Japanese do. I don't really know how to describe mechs other than giant robots that people pilot. Another one is the the magical girl that Japanese has that America really doesn't, hardly at all. So other than Shira, Princess of Power, that's a magical girl anime, or cartoon, I'm sorry. Magical girls are basically girls that have powers and transform into like princesses or basically sparkly little people with wands or magic. Sailor Moon's a really good classical example of that. There's a lot of other 
ones, but I don't typically watch those. Fantasy is a huge um, Japanese one. Some Something else, I don't know what genre this would technically be, but it deals a lot with Japanese culture. So take um, Death Note. So there's an American movie made off of Death Note that people might know about. Basically, uh, a Shinigami, which is basically uh, a Death Reaper. Is that what they're called? Reaper. I think yeah, Reapers. Reapers. Yeah, yeah, Reapers. Soul Reapers, I guess you could say. Whatever what, whatever the American term is. Basically, a big guy in a cloak with a scythe that leads people to death or whatever. So in the Japanese culture, those are taken a little bit differently. They're, more, they're seen more as monstrosities, not so much a humanoid figure with a scythe and a cloak they tend to be a little bit more creepy and there's different ones there's multiple there's not just one whereas in america a lot of people think that there's just one if they believe in this but uh so before we go where would you recommend somebody looking to watch anime or get into it look if you want to get into anime for the first time i would recommend going to netflix They do have an anime category. They also have an anime category that's based on manga specifically. Um, I would start there. Depending on your genre, you kind of got to find it. So I would start with um, Full Metal Alchemist is a good one. Erased is a good one on Netflix if you want uh, horror slash mystery, mostly mystery. Um, And it it has a little bit of humor, which makes it enjoyable as well. If you want a really sad slice of life movie, A Silent Voice is really good. Um, that was based on the manga. If you watch that one, I recommend looking up the manga. I know the manga is on Crunchyroll, which is another anime site, which I'll talk in a second. If you want a fantasy reincarnation on Netflix, I suggest No Game, No Life. It's about games and cheating to get away with it, but if you're caught cheating, you'll be punished or whatever by the world. It's really interesting. After Netflix, if you want to get into more, I suggest Crunchyroll and Funimation. There's a difference between dub and sub really quick. Subbed, uh, subtitles, it's the words are in Japanese and it has English subtitles at the bottom. Dub is voiceover. So Funimation is a dubbing place where it, it takes the anime voices out of it and then it replaces the voices with English voices. So you'll have a whole new cast, but it'll still be the same characters. It'll stay true to at least the manga's uh, interpretation of the words. They might be a little bit different, but it's very, very similar. But I would suggest Crunchyroll and Funimation, Hulu and Netflix. Hulu and Netflix are good starters, and then you can move on to Funimation and Crunchyroll. I'd like to thank Austin for sitting down with me and talking about anime. I'd also like to thank those that listened to today's episode. I hope to talk to you again on Why So Popular. See you soon.